0: Hello, and welcome to Lancet Global Health Podcast for the month of April 2014. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. On today's show, we zero in on a paper that describes a new cause of skin ulcers in children. The researchers involved in the study found an unexpected major cause of skin ulcers in a yaw's endemic area. To discuss this further, I'm joined by one of the lead authors, Dr. Oriel Mitya. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello, Nikolai. Great to be here.
0: Could you start by briefly setting the scene? Where did your research take place?
1: Our research took place in Lihir Island, which is a remote island located in the Pacific Ocean, a thousand kilometres north of the Papua New Guinea capital, Pomothe. Lihir has a hot climate with very high humidity and village housing is made using bush material and the hygiene and sanitation are very basic. All villages in Lihir Island have been reported to have high prevalence of yod infection and this has been confirmed by blood testing. In April 2013, we started the implementation of the new World Health Organization strategy for U.S. eradication consisting of mass treatment using an oral drug, which is azithromycin, followed by research base to identify and treat any remaining cases with U.S. ulcers.
0: Thank you, Oriol. Could you tell us about the background to your study?
1: So, in the context of this yaws elimination campaign, we were interested to know whether all the ulcers were caused by the yaws bacterium or whether other bacteria could cause them. We know that both yaws and buruli ulcer have been widely studied as a cause of skin ulcer in the region. But a few cases of skin ulcers had been reported to be caused by Haemophilus ducrae. These were people who had visited South Pacific countries like the Fiji, Samoa or Vanuatu. So ulcers caused by these bacteria can be very difficult to tell apart and it is important to know the cause of the ulcers because this has important implications for treatment and eradication strategies.
0: Thank you, Aurel. You described an idyllic scene in which to conduct this study, but I'm sure that introduced its own set of problems. Could you describe how you conducted the study?
1: Yeah, we, we studied children and young adults with chronic skin ulcers looking for DNA from T. pallidum petinue and hemophilus sucre using molecular essays. Uh We also looked to see whether specific signs and symptoms related to the ulcers could be associated with each etiological agent. So we performed a detailed dermatological examination using standardized objective criteria for size, uh, shape of the ulcer, depth, induration of the edges, etc. Then we collected two swabs from each patient. One was used to confirm the treponemal infection, uh, to confirm the species uh, subspecies pertenue, and to look for mutations conferring resistance to azithromycin. The other swab was used for molecular diagnostic testing for Haemophilus ducreyi.
0: What do the main findings of this research tell us about skin ulcers and the role Haemophilus ducreyi plays in them?
1: To our surprise, we found that Haemophilus ducrae is the leading cause of skin ulcer in these communities. Approximately two-thirds of the ulcers in our study had Haemophilus ducreyi detectable, whereas Chiponema Petenue DNA was detected in almost half of participants. A number of cases had dual infection, and many of the patients with ulcers in which only Haemophilus was detected also had serological evidence of your infection, again indicating a dual infection. The Hemophilus Ducreiae ulcers appear to have some distinct clinical presentations compared to yours, and there are a the few individual signs such as the indurated edges or the granulating base in yours that might prove helpful to clinicians in differentiating the infections. Also uh, we saw quite a bit of overlap in clinical manifestations.
0: In the accompanying comment, Roberts and Taylor posed two questions which I'd like to get your take on. First, if you can answer this one to start with, have these two clinical entities always existed in parallel, or has there been a more recent shift to non-genital site infections?
1: Well, Nikolai, more studies are needed to answer this question. Uh, Chancre used to be one of the most prevalent sexually transmitted infections, particularly in research poor settings, but over the past 20 years there has been a substantial decline in the prevalence of chancroid uh, worldwide, probably as a consequence of the syndromic approach for STI management and control. The hypothesis that hemophilus has shifted to non-genital skin infections after syndromic treatment seems valid. An analogy could be made to the case of tremponema pallidum role in causing the genital ulcer disease syphilis, while non-venereal skin ulcerations are seen as yaws in children. The alternative hypothesis is that Haemophilus ducreyi has existed in parallel with yours. In that case, skin infection strains may not contain the beta-lactamase plasmid that was widely spread among genital ulcer strains. Anyway, isolation of strains of skin Haemophilus ducreyi would be important in examining susceptibility to antibiotics and would permit genomic comparisons of Haemophilus ducreyi from genital ulcers versus skin lesions. And these studies could help to answer your question.
0: Thank you, Oriel. The next point that they make is that infection confers only partial immunity, allowing for reinfection. Presumably, these might present at different sites. Would you like to comment on that?
1: Yeah, that is correct. Hemophilus ducrea infection does not confer protective immunity, so patients may become reinfected with hemophilus Ducrae at different sites. And the hydrates of transmission of the bacteria among children raises serious concerns. However, during the user eradication program, we will be using azithromycin mass treatment. And because hemophilus ducray responds very well to azithromycin, we expect to see beneficial secondary effects from the mass administration of the drug, including a reduction in the number of cases with hemophilus ducray.
0: Finally, what implications will your research have on the region?
1: Our findings suggest that we should be looking much more carefully for this bacterium in people from this region and other regions who have chronic ulcers. Data from several different research groups seem to indicate that both uh, T. P. tenue and the ducrae can cause similar cutaneous lesions in individuals residing in other regions of the world many thousands of miles apart. For all uh, YOS endemic countries, the leaders of YOS eradication program should be aware of the several causes of skin ulcers, and keep in mind that a test more specific than clinical and serological findings might be needed to ensure the diagnosis or to determine that transmission has been interrupted.
0: Dr. Oriel Mitya, thank you for taking the time to speak with the Lancet Global Health.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you.